welcome to today's episode of the Bowtie Guy Podcast. I want to talk to you right now about what we're going to talk about on this episode. Let me give you the, the 411. We're going to be talking about teacher influences on student achievement. Now, in the last three-part series, we were hustling and bustling, talking about what you can do in your classroom to enhance the positive influences on student achievement. Now we're going to talk about you. Yeah, you, the teacher, me, you, we, teachers. What can you do to move that needle forward? These are things that, you know what, you may not have to put, you may, you may forget your pencil, your pen, you may not have to put anything to paper. This is just something you can do. I'm talking action, I'm talking verb, I'm talking essence. Now, what is something huge that pays off? You know what? Have you ever heard of micro-teaching? This is something that I've used when the district, when the state, when whatever extraneous uh, source takes away time of what I value. You know what? Here's something that you can put in your old pipe and smoke it. An effect size, research-based strategy, positive, 88 flipping percent. This is huge. Micro-teaching, video review of lessons. One thing I've learned that in the course of my pedagogy, in the course of my technological development as an educator, I realized the power, the popping power of video. What am I talking about? Video is powerful, y'all. There's a lot of duplicity in video. There's a lot of anecdotal information in video. What am I saying? I like to always be available for my kids. I saw something on Instagram the other day that just made me blubber. It just made me blubber. blubber. It just made me cry like alligator tears. And I'm going to tell you why. I read about this principal who, because she knows within the confines of her school in which she is the leader of, she is a conduit of change, baby. She is an agent of change. You know what she does? She knows because of the socioeconomic environment of her school. She knows that not many of the kids go home to a bedtime story. Now you may be laughing and think to yourself, who cares? That's not even a big deal. My kids, we're busy all week long when they just go to bed and they get to bath and go to bed. Get to bath sometimes. No. Read your kids. I don't care if they're 17 years old. You'll never get that time back. Read your kids because they need to hear the sound of your voice. They need to know that you care about reading. So that micro-teaching, like I talked about, this, this woman, this principal, she recorded bedtime stories and put them on Facebook, and I believe she put them on YouTube as well, to make reading accessible to the wide variety of parents and students that may have access, may or may not have access, to technology at their home. But you know what? She's trying, and she's trying to take the steeple to the people, if you know what I'm saying. She's not going to sit and get She's not a she's not a pencil pushing principal. By God, she's an agent of change, and I want to hug her neck for it. She's making learning available for all of her students, and it makes me want to cry. Now, micro teaching, video review. If you go to my YouTube channel, Bowtie Guy and Wife, you'll see I've got lots of videos, and some of the videos make you laugh, some of the videos make you cry, some of the videos will inform you, persuade you, and you know that's the point. But I but I know that my learning is an asset. My learning is like, it's content. It's something I can can keep forever and ever and a day. I've been accused of being too 
technologically proficient. I'm, I'm not saying that's a good thing either. What I'm saying is I'm like an electronic hoarder. I can never take too many photos, too many videos of my instruction, of my teaching, of time lapse, of this, of that. You know why? I have a terrible memory. I really do. And over the course of 10 years, boy, I've got over a terabyte of lessons, of ideas, of uh, products that I've created. You know what? And, and I love going back to the well because I love knowing where my head was at my first year teaching, my second year teaching. I love charting the development, you know, from me to me, looking in that mirror because that's our biggest competition, right? I love just reflecting. But see, you can never have too much uh, review. And so micro-teaching, that is having a YouTube channel. And, I, and many of us uh, utilize Google um, as a frame of reference for technology as a conduit of instruction and for email but I'm gonna tell you Google's off the chain you know why because they own YouTube <laughs> and it's easy for you to upload your instructional videos to YouTube and make it accessible for your wide variety of diverse learners in your classroom it don't take look I'd love to know the statistics but many of us have cell phones it's a fact of life I, I, I would love to know the statistics of landlines that actually exist today in the American home because look, we did stars a long time ago. Cell phones are everywhere. Cameras are everywhere. Video everywhere. Use it, baby. And you know what? You may be thinking to yourself, listening to this podcast, eh, I'm shy. Eh, I don't like my voice. Eh. Be quiet. You know what? Someone needs to smack you up like I was smacked up like Miss Bird. Be quiet. What, what, what would be the problem in you ch- trying something? Look, you know what they say. Necessity is the mother of all invention. Put your money where your mouth is. If you want to make big impact, if you want to be one of those Bryce Harper contract leading, and I'm talking, and if you don't know anything about baseball, this dude just got well over $300 million over 13 years just to swing a bat and just to field a ball. I'm, I'm being honest with you. And you know what? He, you could go big. You could be a grand champion of achievement by utilizing micro-teaching and video review. You know what? Some of your kids are, are habitually absent. They're habitually tardy. They're habitually uh, overwhelmed or preoccupied with the complexities of life. Can I give you something that will really help you? I'm just going to give you a little nugget now, not the whole shebang. Why don't you think about this? Instead of condemning that child, which they have no flipping responsibility or obligation for why they're late look many of these kids they're just uh they're they're just they're just floating along in the current baby they have no control over their destiny from day to day they are where their parents want them to be and you know what i'm saying quick condemning those kids love them and what am i saying if they're missing time in your classroom and it's a pattern why don't you hit up that video camera I'm being honest with you. You gotta be careful about confidentiality. That's something that you know what? If you believe in strong enough, things like that tend to work themselves out. You can send out uh, waivers to your parents. You can talk to your administration, your school board, and see what the um, requirements, what the uh, what the legal uh, mumbo jumbo is. Look, get it done, baby. And even if it's just you, this is what I used to do. I used to record myself before school even started. I try. I, I never wanted to get my kids in my videos because, and I know this sounds bad. It's about me and like no it's not about my ego look when a kid is trying to learn about a content area or about a subject they don't need to know about other people other kids in the classroom no they need to know their content or they need to be informed or persuaded 
or entertained by that teacher. So I try to keep it real, try to keep it minimal distractions, if you know what I'm saying. So before school, after school, look, I try to close that door to get them other teachers out of my room because that was recording time. Look, and I love recording strategies, especially reading strategies. Short, sweet, to the point. Some of y'all have Snapchat. Look, go to the iTunes or Google Play store and you know what, the app store, and look, go on a little expedition. Find some technology. I love Snapchat. I've got, uh, there's this MSQRD uh, app that it gives you filters and makes funny faces and funny noises. Try it, because you know what? If you taught a lesson looking like Kermit the Frog, I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot of engagement. You're going to get an amazement out of the engagement, because kids are going to be hook, line, and sinker into what you're doing. Can I tell you something that's a little bit more effective than that micro-teaching and video review? Street cred. What? Street cred. That's something I saw on a Yo MTV Raps video. No, street cred. What am I talking about? Teacher cred. Here's one thing that you cannot deny. People, and I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing here, but I just got to be honest with you. Over the course of my 10 years, I would say that my haters were my vote motivators. Let me say that again so it's very clear to you. My haters were my vote motivators, and I screwed it up again. There you go, baby. But let me tell you something. There is just, you can pull no punches. I was either the loved teaching in the schools or I was hated. And you know what? It didn't exactly offend me why I was hated. And by hated, I was, you know, I, I, don't, want to, I don't want you to think that I'm being an egomaniac here. Kids love me. Why? Because I love them more than they love me. And I know that. So, but the problem is that teachers, some teachers had a big problem with me because, look, enthusiasm is contagious. And that cold water committee, look, they come, in, they come in droves, you know what I'm saying? Now, we're going to expand upon this in episode, in part two of this episode on teacher impact on student achievement. We're going to continue on this idea of street cred, teacher cred. This is the Bowtie Guy podcast. We'll see you in the next part. Holla!